At VBS this year, we're talking about running the race marked out for us while fixing our eyes on Jesus as we go. So I thought I would kick VBS off by racing my youngest son, Brooks. Hey, everyone. Now listen, Brooks has been running track all spring and getting better and better, and I'm old. But the old man is coming out of retirement today, and we're going to race this thing, and we're going to run one of Brooks's best races, the 400 meters, and it's a lot like what our scripture verse says about faith. It takes a lot of perseverance. It's one lap as fast as you can go. And we're only doing this one time, so we've got cameras all around the track because we just might have a photo finish. Never so, know. That's right. So we're going to get ready to go, and I want all the old people in the crowd to cheer for Team Old People. Let's go. And I want all the kids to cheer for me, Team Kids. Let's go! All right, we'll see you at the start line. Mavis, and I'm here for the Mavis race. Uh, this is the wrong race. This is a 400 meter race between me and my dad. Oh, I don't think you understand. I've got my trusty GPS here and I am ready to race. Why do you need a GPS to run a race? Well, it stands for get places swiftly. And that's exactly what I plan to do. Now come on, get up, ready, set, move, let's race. <laughs> Mavis, is that it? Yes. Mavis, no. I can't run another race. I, I'm exhausted. This is just a friendly race between me and my son Brooks to kick off VBS. Oh, VBS. Yes, I think that might be the race I'm looking for. Well, you see, I'm a professional racer, you know. I'm an Amavis racer. And anytime I see somebody racing, man, I just got to get in there and join in the fun and start racing. Yeah, that's what we're talking about at VBS. That's why... You have to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus or else you'll run the wrong race. But if we stay focused on Jesus, you can follow Jesus here, there, and everywhere. Oh, you've given me a lot to think about. Ready, set, move! Last one at VBS is a rotten egg! Guess we'll see you at VBS, Mavis.
You know, in recent days, my firstborn has graduated high school and my youngest has beaten me in a race. It's been a, it's been a tough few weeks for the old coach, I just want you to know. But uh, I have ordered some orthotics and joined AARP and things are looking up. Hey, my name is Carter McInnes. I'm lead pastor here at Mountaintop, and I just extend my welcome to you as well. If you are a guest and brand new here today, we mentioned this is a little bit of a different day, but there could not be a better day for you to be here for the first time because we are a church that believes about the next generation, and you get to see the next generation just live and in person this morning, and uh, so we're so excited about what God is going to do this week in and through all these young people. Um, a few weeks ago, I was going somewhere in town that I had never been before, and I wasn't quite sure how to get there, so I put it into my Apple Maps on my phone, put it up on my screen in my car, and really the first thing I needed to know was, do I need to turn left or right out of the driveway? I wasn't sure, because we live right between Highway 31 and Highway 280, and as you well know, you can get to anywhere in Birmingham on 280 or 31, Right? And I need to know which way, so it's left, and that's going to take me down to 280. So I just kind of, at that point, just thought, okay, I kind of know where I'm headed, and I go, and I take the turns we normally take, and then we, uh, we take a left, and then we take another left, and then we get on 65, and that'll get me there. And that's just in my mind, that's the road that we take all the time when we are going in that direction. And I took that first left, and all of a sudden my phone and my car started redirecting me because I was not supposed to take that. I was so used to it. And you ever done that? And it's like still telling you, no, now take a right. Now take another right because it took me back to a neighborhood to get me back on the road that I was supposed to be in the first place. You ever done that? Like you're in the middle of a conversation and like you're just yapping with a friend and you're not even really paying attention to where your GPS is telling you to go and it, all of a sudden you realize you missed the exit. I was probably singing a country song or listening to sports talk radio and my mind just wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't focused on my map and listening to the directions. I was just, my brain was somewhere else. And when you do that, you can get distracted, right? It happens all the time, a conversation, a song, something you're listening to. And what we're talking about this week in VBS is about making sure we don't get distracted, making sure we stay focused. Our scripture verse is from Hebrews 12, and it says this, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. You know, we can get our eyes fixed on all kinds of things. Kids, students, you can get your eyes fixed on being popular. You can get your eyes fixed on being the cool kid or the class clown. You can get your eyes fixed on being the best athlete in your class or in your school and starring in sports. You can get your eyes fixed on uh, being the best musician and making first seat trumpet in the band. You can be, be fixed on academics and having the best grades or making the lead role in the play, the school theater. Adults, we can fix our eyes on all kinds of things too, right? We can fix our eyes on success, on our careers. We can fix our eyes on money. We can fix our eyes on how much power making it to the C-suite. We can fix our eyes even on our children or our spouse. 
And of course, the thing that we all struggle with most is fixing our eyes on the one staring back at us in the mirror, ourselves. No matter your age, our wants, our dreams, our hopes, our desires. And the problem with all of those is that if we, if we lose our focus there and we fix our eyes on those things, that you will unintentionally end up somewhere you didn't intend to go. You, you'll, you'll unintentionally end up running toward those things instead of Jesus. And that's what the Scripture is telling us, that if you don't fix your eyes on Jesus, you can lose focus on your faith. If you, if you want to know, like, the, the best way to kind of, like, drift from faith, it's easy. Just take your focus off Jesus. Fix your eyes on something else. If we don't fix our eyes on Jesus, you can lose focus on your faith. And we are so easily distracted by shiny objects to focus on. And, and it's not that any of those things are bad things, Right? There's nothing wrong with making it to the C-suite. There's nothing wrong with being successful in your career. There's nothing wrong with making lots of money, having lots of money. There's nothing wrong with being popular or being the best athlete or having the best grades. They're just not the race that you were created to run. They're they're not the race that is going to take you not just to where you're supposed to be, but to who you're supposed to be. If you don't fix your eyes on Jesus, you can lose focus on your faith. And when you focus on something else, you end up drifting in a direction you didn't necessarily intend to go. In in fact, here's what I believe, that focus determines direction. Focus determines direction. What you focus on ends up kind of coming out in your life. How many of you ever done this? If you've ever, like, you're writing a paper or something. Kids, I don't know if you know this, like, we actually wrote papers on paper. It was crazy. It was wild. We used pens, pencils, right? Um, But you can do this on a screen, too, typing. But have you ever been writing a paper or writing a note to somebody and you've got another word in your mind because you're thinking about something else but you're intending to write like happy birthday, hope it's a good one, and you're thinking about lasagna for dinner and you write happy birthday, hope it's lasagna. Or like, have you ever done that? Right? You just meant this or you're, you're wanting to write a note to someone and you're writing dear so-and-so but you're thinking of someone else who you need to tell something about in your family and you end up writing the person's name you're thinking about instead of the person. Am I the only one that ever happens to? It happens to all of us, right? Because focus comes out. It, we can't help it. What we focus on kind of determines our direction. And it's really easy to just just focus on something and it determines our direction because it looked good, seemed good, felt good, appeared good. You could be like Mavis in the race and it just looked like a good race and you join it, but it's not your race. And at first, you might not seem that far off, but the longer you go without focusing on Jesus, the farther away you get. And it's not that you wanted to abandon your faith. And it's not that you wanted to be far from God. And it's not that you wanted to to get to a spot where you felt like you were spiritually dry. But you just kind of wake up one day and you go, how did I get here? And it was easy. You had a focus that determined your direction. And you were focused on the wrong thing. 
like you woke up. And you wrote this, read this thing instead of this thing. And you focused on what everybody else was saying on social media about you, about all the happenings in the world, about everything going on in our community. You didn't really take time to focus on what God's saying about who you are and about everything that's happening in the world, in our community. You know, you... You skip church once, and one time turns into four times, and four times turns into ten times. And all of a sudden, you just don't focus on it. You drop out a small group because you just can't fit it in your schedule. You just can't find time, but you just seem to be able to find time for that lunch gossip group at work or school. Or you, you just don't have time to bend a knee in prayer, but you've always been able to find time to bend a show. And you wonder... You wake up, and you go, I didn't mean to get where I'm at spiritually. How did I get here? It's because focus determines direction. And what we don't see happening in the midst of that is that direction, direction shapes decisions. The direction we're going shapes the decisions that we are making. Like, when you focus on money and you start going in the direction of money, you'll start making decisions and you didn't even think about it, all about money. If, all, if it's all about how much money you make, how much money you have, how much money you can get, and all of a sudden you get offered a job that makes a lot more money and you just take the job for the money and you don't think one thing about it. If it's a job that's going to compromise your values, that's going to compromise your integrity, you don't think one thing about it if it's a job that's going to hurt your family, be dead detrimental to your family life and to your marriage because you were just so focused and your direction was toward money and it just shaped the decision you made and all of a sudden you made a decision because your focus was shaping a direction that you didn't intend to go in. Or kids and students, you're just so focused on being popular and being the cool kid and being liked and who doesn't want to be liked and that's the direction you're going but all of a sudden you begin making decisions solely for the purpose of being popular, even if it hurts longtime friends who are no longer your friends anymore, even if it goes against some of the things that you used to hold dear, even if it means going against some of the things that you know God wants for you and that the Bible says for you because you are so focused on being popular, because you're so focused on being liked, and you're so focused on being cool. And all of a sudden, you end up making some decisions that you didn't intend to make because that focus set you on a direction you didn't intend to go. And it wasn't that there's anything wrong with being popular and there isn't anything wrong with money. It's just that if you focus on those things, they will put you on a path that's hard to get off of. It's the wrong path. Direction shapes decisions. And here's the scary part. Decisions create destiny. We all know this, though we don't like to talk about it, that we end up where we end up. The destiny that most of us live, that we are part, we end up where we end up because of the decisions that we have made in the past. And those decisions were shaped by the direction that we were taking, and they were forged by the focus that we had. And here's what nobody tells us along the way. Here's what nobody tells us, is that you can win your race. You can focus on the wrong thing, all of those things that we talked about, and you can win. 
You can make it to the C-suite. You can be the CEO of the company. You can be the president of the bank. You can be the superintendent of the school system. You can be leader among leaders. You can make all the money. You can be the most popular kid in school. You can be the best athlete on the team. You can be the lead in the school play. You can win the race. And one day, one day, you will wake up. And you used to be fast, but you can't beat your 13-year-old in a race anymore. Because Father Time is undefeated. And you can make it to the top level of the C-suite, and when you retire, they will hire someone in your position within a month. And you can make all the money, and when you die, it will pass on to your loved ones, and you won't get to take it with you. And you can be the most popular kid in school and the best athlete, and the day you graduate, they'll find somebody else to play your position. Because it's not your race. That's not your identity. See, all of those things are about what you and I do. Your identity and my identity, our purpose, our reason for being isn't in what we do, what we achieve, or what we, what we attain. Our purpose, our identity is in who God already says we are and who he is making us to become. You see, the journey isn't about winning the race. It's about who you become along the way and if you don't fix your eyes on Jesus you can lose focus on your faith because Jesus is the author perfecter the pioneer of our faith and this is what I want you to focus on because let me tell you about what this faith tells you this is a faith that tells you that you are worth dying for no matter what you accomplish, no matter how many touchdowns you score, no matter how many home runs you hit, no matter how, so, how many solos you have in the band or in the school play, no matter how much money you make or how much success you have, you are worth dying for. This faith says that you were made in God's image. No matter how cool you feel, how popular you feel, no matter, no matter how awesome you feel, you don't need to feel anyway. You have a faith that says you are already made in God's image. When you look in the mirror, you are looking at part of the image of the face of God. This is a faith. This is a faith that says you are a new creation. And that says that nothing you could ever do, win, attain, chase, get... Nothing you could ever do could make God love you any more than he already loves you no matter how much money you make or what C-suite you rise to. He already loves you. You are already being made into a new creation every day. That's what this faith. That's why I want, because when all of the rest of that stuff fails, why I want you to fix your eyes on Jesus? So you can focus on that faith. So, Let's run with perseverance. The right race marked for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. And if we fix our eyes on Jesus, we can follow Jesus here. But let's be honest. 
it's easy to fix our eyes on Jesus and follow him in here. But I think if we fix our eyes on Jesus every day, we can follow Jesus out there and everywhere. And Lord knows this world needs some Jesus followers out there and everywhere who know who they really are. And most importantly, they know whose they really are. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for giving your son Jesus for us to tell us what we were worth. We're worth your son dying for us. Worth your love, worth your mercy, worth your grace, worth your forgiveness. God, we confess to you that we fix our eyes on all sorts of other things. But would you make this be a reminder to us to fix our eyes on your son? Not just so that we can run the right race, so that we can be the right person on our journey. God, I pray this week, I pray that this would be a life-changing week. I pray that this week would mark as a cornerstone of faith for 300 kids and maybe a few volunteers too to make a decision to fix their eyes on Jesus for the first time and maybe for some of us for real this time.